Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. We've got to be the body to rock it like we're never going to see it again. We are exploding. The world is going to know it. We'll rock it like you're never going to see us again. Come on over. Come on over. Good evening, everyone. It is 6.26 p.m. And Pure Gold is live on the air for this Wednesday night, April 18th, 2012. Welcome once again to the show that covers everything and anything and tells it like it is. Apparently, you have to pay for Skype now, folks. My tag team partner and co-host is David Gomez. Sir, how are you? Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Laura Jean Salerno, and right now we are coming to you live from the Connecticut School of Broadcasting in Hasbrook Heights, New Jersey. It's Pure Gold with your host, David and Joe. Thanks. That is how I'm feeling. We have to have Lori Jean uh, introduce us. As always, technical difficulties abound. But, sir, here we are, ready to rock and roll. Ready to rock and roll, and Alex on, is on the other side of the glass. Alex, how are you? I'm pretty good, just chilling. <laughs> good. <laughs> well, folks, tonight on the program, we will have, as our guest from 89.5 or 98.5, sir, sorry about that, Lauren Crocker. We'll be talking some baseball if we have some time, and hopefully we'll get into some wrestling talk. Sir, before we get the show underway, let's give out the contact information. Folks, the contact information is always 714-364-4721. If you'd like to be a part of the show, give us a call once again, 714-364-4721. You can check out our website, puregopg.com, or you can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, and all that other mess. And Joe, by the way, that's 103.9. I don't know what the hell, what number you're talking about over there, but uh, that is where Lauren's station is, and hopefully we'll have her call in. As we mentioned earlier, there have been some technical difficulties. Uh, you know, it looks like we're going to have to fire our new producer, but aside from that, things are good. Joe, let's get this puppy underway. I'm convinced, sir, that Mike Francesa's on, and he didn't want to compete with Pure Gold today. He's on from 5 to 7. Oh, yeah, I'm sure that's what it is, sir. I'm sure Mike, uh, all the fans that he has, he's uh, – <laughs> He's waiting for uh, you know us to take over. That's what it is, sir. I think I forgot to mention that Hans is going to be on the show tonight. Is is he still going to be on, sir? Uh, I don't know. I don't even know. I mean, we hope so. Uh, that that's about all I can say. Uh, you know, we'll give it a few, and we'll, we'll try to work around the schedule that we have. Uh, unfortunately, we're supposed to be halfway through the show by now. But uh, let's talk to Mets, sir. Well, before we talk about Mets, I, I just want to you of know course. mention to the folks listening at home or at work, if you are that an icon, both on TV and radio, has passed away. Unfortunately, Dick Clark has passed away, and uh, that is a shame, sir. Yeah, definitely. Uh, 82 years old, uh, he had a massive heart attack from what I what I read online, and it is unfortunate. I was 
surprised to see that. But, you know, again, Dick was uh, with 82, lived a good life, and he'll be remembered as uh, one of the greats, as it were. Yes, sir. So if Hans doesn't call in and report that, I'm giving you the PG exclusive that Dick Clark has passed away, unfortunately. Sir, on to the business at hand. The baseball season has started, and both the Mets and Yankees have gone off to okay starts. I think looking at the Mets, you know, looking at the Mets, the first 12 games, 7-5, and five, I mean, I think they're doing better than I expected, to be honest with you. I, you know, they start out 6-3, and three, uh, lost a series just now in Atlanta, and um, what a disgrace. Let me just catch you off today. The Mets were an absolute joke today. And I know it's early in the season. I know they're 7-5. For the most part, they've played well. But, sir, Johan scummed it up. One and a third innings pitch. Horrible start last night. Today, Mr. R.A. Dickey, terrible start. The Mets got bombed. The bullpen fell apart, 14-6. to Sir, this is not the kind of threat that you want. The Mets are 4-0 against the Braves, and now here they stand, two terrible losses in a row. Uh, again, we're only 11 games in, but it's not a pretty picture. It's 12 games in, and they're 7-5, and five, so they're above 500. Oh, they're above 500. Shut up. It's two games above 500. And don't give me this crap that the Mets only need to go, what, 79 and 80, whatever it is. Uh, that's your so prediction. They can, so they can end up uh, two games under 500, which is your prediction. Uh, I just want to see consistent baseball. I want to see good baseball. The, the consistent thing that I have seen is Mr. David Wright, El Capitan, as it were, uh, you know, practically, and he's been hitting the ball quite well, sir. The thing that really, uh, I guess, is disturbing is the last two games is that you had your best two pitchers, yeah. Johan Santana and R.A. Dickey, um, pitch and then just not pitch well at all. So horrible. That's why we're, I think, we're upset that they're seven and five. They could easily be eight and four or even nine and three. Easily, definitely, possibly. Maybe. And, you know, they, other than the shutout, Mets could have won a lot of the games that they have lost. So, I mean, it's a long season, not even two full weeks into the season, but I'm just not loving the fact that, you know, like you said, their two ace pitchers went out there and got bombed. Youngham's 0-2 now. The Mets haven't scored a run for him, I don't think, maybe one in his three starts. It's not a good pattern. But what is good, like I said, is the, the play of David Wright, who seems to be locked and loaded there. Mike Davis is coming around, too. and um, Finally. He's got that yeah. home run swing. So Yeah, he does. Three home runs his last uh, three games. Jason Bay has a home run what swing. What do you say? Yeah, Jason Bay. He's got two home runs this year, too. He's finally hitting the ball. Did you see the catch he made the other day? That amazing over-the-shoulder, uh, over-the-top over of the wall. Amazing yeah. all-star catch. That the best amazing. catch I've ever seen in my life. Better than Kevin McReynolds ever made at Shea Stadium, sir. Shut up. It was amazing, actually. It was a nice catch. Uh, but I do want, since we're cut, you know, short for time because we had technical difficulties, or as I call it, the Francesca conspiracy. Oh, of um, or I the just, Alex conspiracy, whichever you prefer. Maybe the Alex conspiracy. You're right. Uh, but I want to get to two points. Uh, well, actually one point, but about two players. Sir, as Mets fans, I mean, it's bad enough that we went through the Madoff thing. It's bad enough that the Mets uh, collapsed um, two years in a row in the, you know, a couple of years ago. It's it's bad enough to be a Met fan in general, and then to hear stuff like we're going to be honoring other baseball players uh, from other teams. What a joke! And mainly the one that really gets me, honestly, is the one that is a Met killer. I know you have another one, but the Lawrence Mets are going. Yeah, the Mets are going to be honoring Chipper Jones later this year at City Field, and no other team really does that that I could think of. So can you think of any other team that? honors the other team player, and not only that, but is the, the Met killer next to Paparel? Oh, no, and the Yankees do it all the time. <laughs> Wait a minute, no, they don't. No, they That's don't. because the Yankees don't have their heads up their butts, and they're actually a good, classy organization. As much as we detest them, they don't do things like this. They don't do things to upset their fan base. This is so idiotic. 
I don't understand how anybody would think that honoring Larry Jones, Chipper Jones, whatever you're going to call him, the, the all-time Met killer, the guy who's hit more home runs at Shea and City than anybody else in the history of Mets baseball, 50 years. You're telling me that they need to honor Chipper Jones? I do not think so. Chipper Jones, you suck. And you know what, Mets? You suck even more. It, it disgusts me as a Mets fan to do this. It absolutely makes me want to vomit. And then you have somebody that left just last year uh, due to free agency. The Mets couldn't afford him. Well, technically that was just this year. Oh, yeah, you're right. It is this year. And you have Jose Reyes leave, and then what do we hear as Mets fans? We hear that they're going to be honoring Jose Reyes as a Met, but he's you know wearing a Florida Marlins jersey. Has Miami Marlins? First of all, Miami. Second Marlins. of all, what make what doesn't make any sense to me? It shows you where, where the Mets are at. When the Mets had their whole, you know, 50th anniversary, whatever it was, at the end of last year, all the clips, they didn't show a single Jose Reyes clip. And he had been with the team for about uh, seven years at that point. So you're telling me that that wasn't strategic so it didn't upset the fans, and now that he's gone, now that he's signed with the Marlins, they want to honor him? Seriously? Jose Reyes, bobblehead, and all this other stuff? What, what are the Mets thinking? Yeah, I, I don't know what they're thinking. Half the time, it's 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 just bad business, I think. I mean, you're just uh, making your fan base, I think, even more annoyed and you know, right now they they have a decent start, seven and five. So you know, go with it, and hopefully the starting pitching lasts uh, you know a couple months, and this team can finish five hundred or better, and maybe they'll make a big push when it's the trading deadline. Because remember, sir, there are two wild cards this year. The Mets, in theory, should be in it a little bit later than last year. In theory, yeah, you're right. Uh, they probably will be because that second wild card. Although technically, if you think about it, all it really is is. You know, the the last the team right before or whatever the case is, then they go, they have their one game playoff, and then they get into the, the technical playoffs. I mean, it's the same thing. Playoffs, it's the same thing as uh, you know, if you're running in for a contention for the one wild card anyway. I mean, it's a it's a good thing for baseball, and it will allow the Mets to stay in the hunt. I think they're only like five or six games out of the wild card or whatever it was. They would have only been five or six out at the end of the year last year, but I just. I mean, I'm not going to get down on them. Like I said, it's early. I know you, you're more positive, uh, amazingly enough, more positive outlook than I do for the year. But I'm pretty much thinking expect nothing, and, uh, you know, maybe they'll surprise us. I think I'm more positive because I've seen the starting pitching, and maybe it won't last, maybe it will. But remember, bullpens uh, every year, um, you never know about them. You, they, they could be good one year, they could be bad one year. So you never know. This bullpen might be decent this year, and this team can finish 500. Who knows? But um, we're cut, we're short for time. So other things about baseball, sir. I mean, the Yankees got swept to open the season, and now have bounced back nicely. They're playing teams like Baltimore and uh, Minnesota, teams that they could just feast on right now and get healthy. Uh, they'll be all right. And you know, there's not much else to say about the Yankees. <laughs> yeah. So you, you brought it up so we could say, yeah, the Yankees got swept, and now they're doing good. That's that's pretty much it. That's all. Uh, I just want to touch on something else with baseball. Is that um, what did you think of Ozzy um, Ozzy Guillen's remarks about Fidel Castro? Was well, like three weeks ago? <laughs> well, he just got back from suspension. So. Uh, well, I mean, you know, it was stupid, not not too smart. But when has Ozzy Guillen ever been smart in terms of what comes out of his mouth? He's a good baseball man. He's a good manager. I mean, he's gotten results. He won a World Series, uh, you know, in '05 with the White Sox, and he's had some success. But you're in the middle of uh, Little Cuba, basically, and not a smart remark to make. Just um, this, it doesn't surprise me. People are saying he should have been fired. I mean, I guess it depends on the fan base, but I think if he had pulled something like that here in New York, probably you know would have been a different story because the fans are much more passionate. But in Miami, you know, well, what do they care about? They they care about the Heat. They care about LeBron James. They care about you know, they're not they're not huge baseball fans down there, and the Marlins are pretty much a 
spinning their wheels in two or three years when they when they're terrible again, and nobody's going to that new ballpark. I mean, uh, you know, what can you say about Miami? Yeah, I mean, five game suspension. I guess it's just even though we do have freedom of speech in this country. Well, you see, the thing about that is that we really don't have freedom of speech. The whole freedom of speech thing is, it's all dependent on what you say. If you offend people, you know, you shouldn't have said it. So it's not freedom of speech. You can't go and yell and fire in a public place. So, I mean, that, obviously that's a stupid that's a stupid thing to do, but that's the just the way that it is. And I, I'm not I don't think freedom of speech is is what we think it to be. We think it's you can say whatever you want and do whatever you want, but you can't. You know, if you say something offensive, uh, whether you're Mel Gibson or whoever the case is, you say something, and somebody gets upset about it, you know, you're going to hear about it, and and that's the case, and that's pretty much uh, all I have to say about that. And folks, uh, you know, here we go. We're going to have to uh, switch some some gears here, as it were, because we have our, our guest joining us for the evening. Uh, we're proud to have Miss Lauren Crocker joining us. She is a radio personality up in Westchester, 103.9 WSAS. Lauren, how are you doing this afternoon? Hey, how are you? I'm doing good. Thank you so much for joining us. And uh, what? Again, I know that we was such back... an introduction. Thank you so much. Uh, you know, normally it's actually much longer, but since, uh, you know, we didn't really get much of a chance to, uh, to chat and uh, your whole pretty much went off the Twitter there. Um, Lauren, let, let's get a little bit. Uh, let's get to know you a little bit, which is what we like to do here on uh, on PG. Tell us a little bit about yourself and uh, what got you into the radio business, as it were. Well, I've been sort of in the entertainment lifestyle since I was a baby. I used to. My I come from a theater family, so I was dragged into that sort of realm of it very young, and then. As I got older and started going to school and kind of figuring out what I wanted to do, I kind of geared more towards the broadcasting way of things. And then, you know, as people do in their young 20s, they kind of got sidetracked, traveled a little bit, <laughs> put everything on hold. And then when I came back to New York and realized it's time to get serious, I um, I went back to school and kind of continued from there, sort of focused just on the broadcasting, television, radio, and um I went to CSB, and, uh, you know, the rest is history, I guess. I've been lucky yeah. enough to be able to work, um, whether it's internships or jobs, ever since I graduated. So I've been very fortunate. Well, it's definitely a, a good thing. And we're actually broadcasting right now from the CSB, which is, you know, a nice little uh, connection we figured uh, we had there with you. Now, I know you went here, and uh, you mentioned doing internships and whatnot, but, um, you know, you're up in uh, Westchester now. Tell us a little bit about that and uh, WFAS and, and what you do there. WFAS is a great station. It's been around in Westchester for years. I, I feel horrible. I don't know the exact years, but it's been around for a long time. Broadcast to Westchester, Yonkers, the Bronx. Uh, you can hear it in the city where I live at Astoria. Um, great New York station. It's, it has, it's sort of what they call in the radio business hot adult contemporary. So it's a mix of your sort of... 80s, 90s, and they stick in their, uh, you know, Lady Gaga and Katy Perry as well. And the station's kind of making a change into more of a pop uh, adult contemporary. So I was kind of brought on to um, my background in radio is sort of more in the top 40 pop area. So I was kind of brought on with the change of, of things at the station. And I'm working now on the morning show with Jay Michaels. He's been on the air He's been on radio air for over 30 years, but I think he's been with WFAS for at least 20 of those years. He's been there for a long time, so I'm honored to be able to work with him and 
you know, I get up every morning at 4 o'clock in the morning and <laughs> go to work, and it's great. I love it. It's it's an amazing experience. Now, now, Lauren, you um, we talk primarily about sports and sports entertainment on Pure Gold. We have a guest once in a while. Well, once a show. Okay. What, what, what is your show? What how's your show for? What's your format like? Well, the morning show is um, it's actually a lot less music than I've ever done. It's it's very we do play music, but it's a lot of traffic, weather. I mean, if you if you commute in the morning and you listen to radio, you know you know it's a lot of traffic, weather, entertainment, news, what's going on in the area. I mean, we we're just going from 5:30 in the morning till it kind of slows down around nine. We start to get a little more music heavy at 9 a.m. But from six from 5:30 to nine, it's just like Bing, bang, boom. Every 10 minutes we have, you know, traffic and weather and this and talk and da, 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 da. So it's it's a lot. It's it, You know, we touch on sports a little bit, um, but not very much. It's more geared towards music and entertainment and news and that kind of thing. So, but I enjoy good your, sports radio, too. Right. <laughs> Is this your ultimate goal, Lauren? Do you want to um, be in the, you know, the morning business or do you want to have your own show and talk about your, you know, hobbies or what? What's your ultimate goal in the radio business, Lauren? Well, I, you know, to be honest with you, that's a good question because I have always thought of myself as more a television person, and my ultimate goal, you know, if Ryan Seacrest can do it, any of us can. He's one of my role models, and Dick Clark, which we have to mention today, especially one of my role models, because they do, they kind of do both TV and radio. So I would like to branch out into television as well. But I, I actually. When I was doing just straight, you know, radio DJing, which, you know, I, my last radio station at B98.5, I was on the air, you know, disc jockeying the music. I loved it. I fell in love. You know, I've always been a huge fan of music. And um, so I, I don't know. I kind of am just sort of following the road wherever it takes me. I like the morning show because you do get to talk a little bit more and show a little bit more of your personality. Um, but at the same time, I love disc jockeying too. So I don't know. I don't know where it's going to take me. It's interesting. <laughs> Now, um, Lauren, you also do some weekend spots on the station, don't you? I do. I, I fill in sometimes on Saturdays with my schedule the way it is and working five days a week and getting up so early. Um, they've actually given me the weekends off, which is unbelievable. I haven't had weekends huh? off in I can't even tell you how long. So it's a very new experience for me. But um, So right now I'm doing some fill-ins on the weekends, but mainly just Monday through Friday. Um, you know, we go on the air at 530 we're up there at 10. We usually have a lot of production, promo commercials, maybe if we have an interview or something like that. I usually, you know, it's, it ends up being almost a seven or eight-hour day, eight hour work day, just a little bit different hours than what everyone else might be used to. Now, let me ask you, what's your favorite part about being on the radio? Um, I love being able to talk to people. I love being able to play music that they want to hear. Um, you know, I, one of my favorite teachers at CSB, all my teachers are great, but um, Bartel, he always told us that, you know, if you touch one person over the airwaves, you've done your job, and it is. It's, it's a connection with people that, you know, you might never, ever be able to connect with anywhere else. And although they don't see you, um, you know, you've been in your car and you've been listening to radio and sometimes something someone will say or you know, the song or something, it will touch you. And I think that's it's great to be a part of that. And being on the morning show is fun because you're the one delivering the news and everything to people first thing in the morning. Like, it's such a cool feeling. They don't know what's going on until they wake up and turn you on or hopefully turn me on. I know there's a lot of other radio stations out there, but <laughs> those that turn me on, they hear it from me first. So I think that's a pretty cool thing as well. 
Now, Lauren, who, uh, tell us your, uh, this is going to be a funny question, tell us your most awkward moment, moment on live radio. Like, what happened? Uh, was it with a caller? Oh, was gosh. It like... <laughs> well, I can't even begin. I mean, I am the queen of flub-ups. I don't know. If I played back a blooper reel for you guys, it would take a long time to play. I, I've had some, you know, I've never taken live callers, so luckily, any awkwardness I've had with callers, you know, the last radio station I was at was a very, very call-heavy station, and everything had to be taped before it went on the air due to, you know, protection of cursing or anything like that get you in trouble. Um, right. So anything awkward I've had with callers, luckily I've been able to <laughs> edit that out. But I've definitely, you know, I've definitely said names wrong of artists on the, on the air, and people will call and correct me, and that's always the most embarrassing thing. Um I can't think of one in particular, but I've had a few I've had a few embarrassing moments. Let's just say I've been happy to be the only person in the studio many, many times on radio. Good. And and today, who would you say has been your most favorite interview celebrity wise? Well, I had a chance I didn't really get to interview. My first celebrity interview will always be special to me and it was the boys from Brief Carolina, which is a very they're an awesome band and they came in literally the whole thing happened in two hours. Like, I thought I was going in for a regular Saturday shift, and I found out from my PD that I had to interview these guys and find research, and they came in, and they didn't know it was my first interview, but I could tell they knew I was nervous, and they were so sweet and very nice. So that will always be special to me. I didn't get to interview him, but Adam Lambert came to our station, and I've always been a huge fan, and he did a live performance for, like, an intimate group of fans and we all got to be there and take pictures and he got to hang with all the DJs after and he was really cool so although I didn't interview him on air just being able to like be with him and you know be in his presence and talk to him was really cool for me so that was fun yeah that definitely sounds like fun I mean uh, we've had a lot of celebrities and stuff we've never done in-person live interviews but a lot of the radio stuff has uh, has been cool with us I know that uh you know we got to interview Leonard Marshall who was that was a huge thing for me as a as a lifelong Giants fan, but um, you know, Lauren, uh, we thank you so much for joining us this, this afternoon, this evening. We're so used to doing our show at like 10 o'clock at night that I'm having a hard time uh, deciphering which part of the, uh, the the day that it is. But uh, you know, hopefully we can do it again <laughs> in the future. And uh, we definitely, I've listened to you on on the station, you know, following you on Twitter and whatnot. So let the fans out there know how they can keep in touch with you and you know get a hold of you. Definitely. Well, I want to say, first of all, thank you guys for having me, and I will come back anytime. You guys are so sweet, and I have listened to your show before, and I know you're friends with James Flippin, right? Yeah, we know we know Flips. So, uh, James, Flips and, I, Flips and I go way back. We were in class together, so as far as I'm concerned, anybody who's good with Flips is good with me. But, but uh, <laughs> besides him, I think you guys are great, and I'm so honored that you have me be on the show. And um, if anyone wants to follow me on Twitter, it's my handle is at CrockerRock. That's one R C R C R O C K E R O C K. Um, Facebook, I'm Lauren Crocker, and the WFAS webpage you can listen online um, is wfasfm.com, and you can click, link up to my Facebook page and all that stuff through there as well. So, I think Lauren, that's it. thank you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's definitely a good the will be able to Thank you so much. Thank you so. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much. Have a great rest of your show. You, you too. too. Have a wonderful day. All right. Bye. Take care.
Folks, so Lauren Crocker, uh, again, we're having some some issues here at the station. Yes. We, we do apologize for that. Um, we're going to get on to something else, but before we do, let's uh, take a quick uh, break here. This is Alicia from WSU Wrestling, and you need to tune into Pure Gold every week, the best talk radio out there. So make sure you listen to me and other guests at puregoldpg.com. And we're back, folks, and now it's time. Actually, you know what? I just realized something. Now it's time for some entertainment talk here on Pure Gold. That's right. Thank you, Anna, the lovely Anna Rodriguez. And we're joined by Hans, who uh, disappeared on us for a while. Hans, we got you for a few minutes uh, before we close up the show. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing good. How are you guys doing? We're, we're doing awesome. Hans, what's the biggest news of today? Your name was. If you don't get this right, you're fired. <laughs> How's it going, guys? How's it uh, at the studio? It's going good. We love the studio, but Joe's actually waiting for you to answer his question. He wants to know if oh, you what know. Was the question? The big- I, I didn't even hear you. Oh, right. What's the biggest news of the day so far in the world of entertainment? Well, we got a lot of big news. We got... A lot of movies coming out this summer, a lot of new TV shows on the air, a lot of them going off because they suck. Hold on. on. Joe just took his headphones off. Um, Do you know that, you know who who passed away today? Yes, Dick Clark passed away today. (laughs) That's what Joe was looking for. He literally just walked out of the studio, foaming at the mouth. I mean, Joe's upset, so I'm going to have to calm him down. But uh, get back Well, to maybe Joe should have asked the question correctly. <laughs> well, I mean, I think he would disagree with you as he's here rolling his eyes and spitting at the screen. Um, Hans, tell us a little bit about what's going on in the world of entertainment since you mentioned so many things, uh, movies, et cetera. Well, actually, um, we had this conversation earlier. We were going to talk about The Office and your complete hatred for it now that Michael's left and the spinoff show that that might be happening, that I pray to God that it doesn't. And what what spinoff show would that be, sir? That's the the Dwight Shrew, uh Beat Farm show. There's no actual name to it. They're they're still in the process of writing it out and, and all that in the friend. preliminary stages. But apparently Dwight is going to leave the office to concentrate on his beet farm and that bed and breakfast that he created. I believe it was like season five of The Office that he had Pam and Jim go out there and stay for, for a weekend. So he's going to concentrate on that. And Toby, well, the character Toby, um, he's actually leaving the show too because the person who plays him is one of the executive producers on The Dwight Show, and he's going to be writing for The Dwight Show. Well, the interesting thing about that is, you're, you know, we did talk about that off the air. Um, I think it's a complete and utter colossal failure waiting to happen. Um, I know, you know, you and I and Joe talked about The Office a, a while back, what seems like years ago, but uh, I think it's going to be a total disaster. I don't understand why they do these terrible spinoff shows. And, you know, it reminds me, I know, Joe, you, you might remember the show, uh, Johnny Loves Chachi. Yeah. yeah. It's stuff like that, that when they do spinoffs of popular shows like Happy Days or like The Office, that, they never work, so I honestly don't know why they do that. 
I, I don't know why. I don't know if they think the office is going down and they need to jump ship with their most popular character, but it, it is a bad idea. I mean, Dwight is funny because of he plays off of Jim. He plays off of Ryan and everybody else in the office. And him being alone and introducing new characters, I'm guessing that's what they're going to do is introduce new people every week that visit the the Shroot Farm. I don't think it's going to be funny. It might be good for a couple laughs the first few episodes, but it won't be able to carry the weight that the office did and not for that long, even if they if it gets through one season. I, I doubt that it will be five, six seasons long of, of Dwight and his farm. It's ridiculous. I doubt that it will be five or six episodes long, but that's just me. Right. I'm, we talk about spinoffs. I guess that disproves your theory about making Smallville call a show Metropolis. Well, no, but that wouldn't be a spinoff. That would have been – I love that you brought up Smallville. If we had time, I'd play, the, I'd play the theme song. Right. No, that would be the same show, just – spun off into a different name to, to differentiate it. This office thing is literally an entirely different show with one of the characters from the... So that's a true spinoff. The Metropolis thing wouldn't have been an actual spinoff. It just would have been a rebranding of the show. Okay. Hans, uh, as we uh, approach the end of the program, fortunately, I mean, unfortunately, with you, um, tell us what shows are going to be uh, renewed, if you have any information, what shows are going to be canned since we're getting close to May, the end of the TV season. Well, right now, CBS approved almost all their shows that are on the air. Fox is canceling a lot of their shows. Uh, House is ending this season. Alcatraz is not getting renewed because of poor uh, ratings. What else? Fringe is ending next year with only half a season. It's not even getting a a full season next year. They're they're chopping it down to 13 episodes. Um, As you guys might be aware, um, Two and a Half Men is going through some trouble uh, ratings-wise because I guess it's not as good as it was with Charlie Sheen. And Charlie Sheen is actually getting his own show or a new show on FX. Uh, It's actually a spinoff of the movie by Adam Sandler, Anger Management. That's supposed to be starting up in the summer. And USA is bringing back all their shows. This summer, they're premiering between the throughout the whole month of June. They're, they're premiering uh, Burn Notice, Cobra Affairs, Suits is coming back. They have two new additional shows. Uh, TBS is premiering a new show, uh, Men at Work. I believe it's next week. Too good, and, uh, you know, personal perspective. What's that? I said that show doesn't look too good, you know, from what I've seen the commercials. Oh, Men at Work? I I've, haven't seen anything of it. I've heard it. It's pretty funny. I've, I've read the reviews, but I haven't seen a trailer or anything of it. Yeah. Um, now, Hans, uh, before we let you go, sorry we're pressed for time, but, I mean, I'm going to see you in about an hour, so I'm sure we can talk about that uh, I got more off, questions. off the air. Um <laughs> This summer, summer blockbuster, what are you looking forward to the most? I know we're going to have oh, you on now, my God. but in a couple of weeks, shut up. Did you just ask that question? Just shut up. July 20th. That's all you need to know. <laughs> July 20th. In a couple of weeks, the Avengers is coming out. Are you going to assemble well, to I, see it? That's what I know. I'm excited for the Avengers, but the only thing I'm really looking forward to is The no, Dark Knight Rises. 
Yeah. Only because I hear you, that they're going to show a trailer for the new Man of Steel movie. And I want to see how horrible and how badly they did this movie. Because I don't think the Man of Steel is going to be good. Yeah, it, it doesn't look like it's going to be very good. Uh, the Dark Knight Rises, which is the only thing Joe cares about because he's a loser. Yeah, um, right. That's coming up. But then because Joe knows greatness. Thank you, Hans. Well, you also have the Amazing Spider-Man coming out in June, so it's going to not be, so amazing. It's going to be quite a quite a summer blockbuster when it comes to uh, the comic book realm, as it were. And let's not forget GI Joe too. Let's not. Oh, of course. Well, again, we're going to have you on closer to that, but since it's April, I just have to throw out the uh, Avengers in two weeks. May fourth or fifth? Hans, I don't know the date. The fourth. Yeah, Hans. Before we let you go, would you know? If um, what movie has been number one over the last couple of weeks? Has it been American Reunion? Has it been uh, Three Stooges? No, what actually, has- it's been Hunger Games has been dominating the box offices for the last few weeks. And I saw the movie. I personally liked it. It it's, I mean, it's a rehashed tale of survival of the fittest, but it it's still a refreshing look. It, the story is compelling. I would recommend anybody to watch it. I believe it's PG-13, and it doesn't show too much on-screen violence. Just it's all off-screen. Well, I like the on-screen violence, but Hans, uh, we're going to have to have you on again, uh, possibly next week or the week after. I know the Avengers, like I said, comes out in about two weeks, so when that comes out, we, you definitely got to come back on so we can talk about that. We thank you for joining us for a few minutes, sir. Oh, no, thank you. And have a thank wonderful you. We'll, we'll talk soon. Yes, we will, sir. Folks, that was the one only Hans at Entertainment. And I just got to say hi to Todd real quick before we uh, sign off because we have less than a minute. Todd, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing good. So are you even old enough to remember Tony Loves Chachi? No, Todd. No, but uh, I did watch the show. Todd, real, real fast. <laughs> we're going to have to talk next because we're winding down the show. Next week, let's get an NFL no update for the draft. Well, season just opened on, on the 16th. Sean Payton got what he deserved. Uh, the Giants have the hardest schedule. The Patriots have the easiest schedule. And apparently uh, ESPN thinks that the, the uh, NFL has set up the New York Jets so that the first half of the season is hard so that Sanchez will fail, and then the second half of the season easy so that Tim Tebow will thrive. So I personally think it's bunk. Well, Todd, you're a big Jets fan. What, what do you want? I know that you're not as hard on uh... – Tebow as, as some other, um, excuse me, as, as Sanchez as so many other people. Are you and Joe are a bit more practical, which I, uh, as a Giants fan, I appreciate that because you guys aren't aren't complete morons. Um, what do you think about the whole Tebow situation? Briefly, do you think that he's going to end up a starting quarterback, and, and is that the Jets' goal? No. No, I don't think I don't think there's any question that he doesn't have the abilities that that Sanchez has. All right, Todd. I mean, we definitely want you to have. We want you definitely to come back onto the show. You are the third member of the family, and we could we could definitely use your NFL updates as we get closer to the NFL season, and you know any other sports updates or any other. You know, I, I miss definitely Todd's take. I mean, that's definitely Why part of the show. Why don't you go on a date with him? I mean, you're over here practically in love with the guy. Tell him how great he is. Why don't you guys just go hang out, go on a mandate, do something. Go watch uh, Avengers together in two weeks. I mean, you're making me sick here, Joe. You're making me sick. Well, I've always said. Marvel I've always said, stuff. me and Todd hanging up against you and Hans in a WrestleMania <laughs> tag team match. 
Oh, Listen, dear. Todd, thanks so much for joining us. And uh, next week, uh, we'll give you a few more minutes. All right, we'll give you two minutes next week. <laughs> right on, guys. Good night. All right, take care. Have a good one. Folks, that was the one and only Todd joining us. Uh, again, we'd like to thank you all for checking out the show. A special thanks to Lauren Crocker, CSB graduate, the legend of Lauren. Uh, we thank you so much to her for joining us. Thanks to Hans for giving us a few minutes. Of course, to Todd. Got to thank our producer, Alex, who might be fired after this week. But, uh, you know, we'll, 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 we'll see how that goes. But, folks, make sure you tune in next week. Check us out, puregoldpg.com. And before we sign off. Oh, what's the name of your show? Uh, Pure Gold. Pure Gold. Yes, sir. I got two words for you. Pure <laughs> Gold. And, folks, one last time. Hi, this is Brittany Bell, Miss Arizona USA 2010. And make sure to tune in every week to Pure Gold for the best interviews and talk radio. Joe and David are the best. Check them out at puregoldpg.com. She's right. We are the best, folks. Have a wonderful evening. Good night, everyone. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.